You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey IEP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Possums, part two of week 16 podcast, offensive points. We are going over some game previews and have yourself a very special Christmas. What's up, guys? Pretty sure those aren't the lyrics, but I love the I don't even care. I just wanted to sing the We like that you attempted it, though. Yeah. Can we talk about Joe's possum shirt? We're not doing videos this week because I am locked out of the account, but uh, Joe Jordan. Yeah, blaming Jordan, obviously. No, I'm, I'm blaming Iceland. Um, but this man ha- has possum shirts created, but I do not have one because I was not offered one, nor would I wear it. Yeah. Send us to your supplier, Joe. Yeah, Joe, why didn't you why why don't we have these up on uh on, online? We should be selling these. We should. This was a test run. And nice. uh we'll go from there. All I right, we Josh will have definitely needs one and a hat. We will have possum shirts and possibly hats up on <laughs> our uh first sale. And I, I was hope thinking that... about an athleticity shirt, you know, that'd be pretty good. We'll get I that. mean, we can we'll put it that. underneath the possum. That's the you know, best maybe part. one that says so dot 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 the Eagles would be would be a good one as well. So since we were talking about the Eagles, <laughs> right? Exactly. Let's we go to a, Taylor. Let's go to a game. I actually am gonna talk about Jonathan Taylor and Indy. Uh, has now given the Eagles a first round draft pick officially. Thank you, Carson Wentz. Need a clap track there, but we'll get that we'll get that working next year. Um, a long off season, we'll work on some things. We'll get, I'm, I'm planning on doing a little better next year. But anyway, let's we'll talk see. about the best Christmas game and quite possibly the best game of the slate. But after last week, I'm not I'm not getting my hopes up. So, but Merry Christmas to all in this Indy Arizona game, except to the loser of this game. Uh, both teams have had their ups and downs throughout this year, uh, but none quite like the Cardinals last week against the Lions, who could barely score. Uh, the Colts are coming off basically essentially a domination of the Patriots, um, so this should just make for a great Christmas evening game unless you're a fan of either one of these teams, and then it may make for some heartbreak. Uh, but Taylor has had a decent night, but really sealed it with that 67-yard touchdown, and I expect him to do his thing here. Um, I know people are thinking Arizona's D is good. Uh, we just watched uh, Craig Craig Reynolds. I can't even say his name because I don't know who he is. Uh, have a great running game against them, and without JJ Watt there, honestly, they have been kind of mediocre against the rush. So um, they're there. There's good players, but it's not what it used to be. Uh, and the Colts have done a pretty good, decent job at stopping wide receivers as of late. And there's no Hopkins. So my start is Arizona pass catchers. There's three of them. Um, you got you got Kirk, Ertz, and Green, uh, 12, 11, and eight targets, respectively, last week. They should all get decent work here um, as Kyler looks to prove himself, uh, prove that he's healthy again. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm just spitballing one of these three. I'm not sure who it is, uh, but I am actually okay with putting Kirk and Green in there. And if you got Ertz on your team, and you don't have one of the top four tight ends, slide them in there. You should at least get 10. 
As for Indy, you're starting Taylor and Pittman. Uh, even after Pittman's kind of rough game, I didn't really count because it was the Patriots and Taylor. Just... I was about to say he got shadowed by J.C. Jackson. Yeah, no, so, I mean it wasn't it wasn't his fault. Wentz didn't look good. He was covered by J.C. Jackson, and they basically just committed to giving Taylor the ball. So. And then Duggar took him out. And they had a great fight. <laughs> yeah, was he? No, he got he got ejected. That's right. He got okay. Ejected yeah. in the third quarter when fighting with Kyle Duggar. It was it's great. Which yeah. he did not do anything. That was no. Cool. I mean, technically, no. Kyle Van Noy pushed him straight into Duggar, and then Duggar yep. went nuts. I hate like fighting. That. I hate how fighting is an immediate ejection. Like they should really, it should be like bullying. You know, it should be like, oh, you are the problem. You're out. You know what I mean? Should Obviously, go to you're gonna replay. retaliate. Yeah, there should be some sort of <laughs> replay. I, I mean, there should be like in general, like we should just replace the rest with robots. <laughs> just go. I don't know. I like get it. Like game robot, so like someone throws a punch, they just get vaporized. It just reminds me of like high school. Yeah. Like if if you get in a fight and some guy like really. <clears throat> punched you in the face and you punched him back, you're go you're gonna get suspended too. And it's like I literally got punched in the face, man. Like what do you want from yeah, me? It's always the one so. that gets caught, man. Yeah. Well so my sit as always is gonna be James Connor here. Um so last week showed exactly what Connor will do without a touchdown. Uh and with Edmonds back, don't expect those catches to go anywhere for Connor. Um and Indy's run defense is as good as it gets against the running uh against running back. So <laughs> Don't expect him to walk in for three touchdowns like he has in these past weeks. Um, Edmonds had a pretty decent game and more yards on less carries. I think he got injured. I'm not 100% sure. Didn't get to uh, fully watch that game. Um, And my stop here is stop slipping, Arizona. The Rams and 49ers are right behind you, and that home field advantage and or number one seed would be a great thing to have when January hits. And Mm -hmm. now that you have – you are actually playing better with – insert other quarterback here because I can't remember, but uh, our little, our little guy, Kyler is not looking good right now. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. So part of the problem on Sunday, um, since I actually did watch most of that game, sadly, it was a sad game. uh, Their center was out for COVID. And so the O-line as a whole was pretty decimated and uh, Detroit's defensive line was just having their way with, the O-line. So, I mean, you think as Kyler can only do so much. Yeah, that's true. I see. I didn't, I didn't get to see these little innards of the game, but in general, I mean, he hasn't looked good since he's come back from that injury yet. I just haven't seen full <laughs> Kyler yet. And considering he was on pace for an MVP season and. Yeah. Well, wow. it definitely shows when he can't come out with these miracle plays, it shows how bad Cliff Kingsbury is as a coach. Like, Every time that Kyler Murray can't pull something out of his ass, like then it shows how bad Cliff Kingsbury is at drawing up an offense. Yeah, I can't remember. Is Hopkins able to come back for the playoffs? He can come back for the NFC Championship game. Uh, yeah. That's- <laughs> so it, it'll take a it'll take a little yeah, work. See, cause to get honestly, that. without Hopkins, they don't have that hope and prayer ball. Because uh, no. no one else. AJ is Green that. continues to not remember how to play football. Sometimes there's just yeah. plays out there where he looks lost. And Kirk looks great on uh, for what he is. I mean, he's not he's not a star star, but he's a uh, he's a B list guy. Kirk was the best wide receiver. On, on oh yeah, Sunday. absolutely. And then um, Ertz has looked great. And if you can consi- consistently use him and use him the right way, you can actually get some pretty good plays out of him. So yeah. And then the running backs figured out. I mean, have Connor Connor run it in on the one and let Chase Edmonds do the rest. Agreed. All right, let's get on to the second Christmas Day game, Cleveland versus Green Bay. This will be such a fun game. I cannot wait to watch. <laughs> so my star for the game is the Packers. My sit for the game is the Browns. <laughs> and my stop for this is this is the end of your 2021 Browns coverage be after this game because yep. it will be a beatdown. But in all seriousness, on the Browns, if you really desperately need to start somebody, maybe it's DPJ. But without me even knowing who's going to be available for Saturday at this point on Wednesday – I don't know who to tell you to start for real. I mean, it's just a disaster after disaster for the Browns. And the Packers are rolling right now, so I don't see how you could go against them. Absolutely rolling. That's all. That's, all. that's, the, that's the whole preview. Game's going <laughs> to suck, man. The Browns are going to get their ass kicked. What's the stop, though? Stop. I'm going to stop the Browns coverage. Oh, for the sorry. Rest of 2021. I, I didn't even next, think of that you know, being the stop. That's, yeah, no, no, that's no. the end of the coverage for the Browns in 2021. They're, they suck. They need to get healthy, and let's just get a wide receiver in the off season and 
maybe the Browns could come back strong next year. I don't know how the hell they can pay Baker, but at the same time, who else are they going to get? Because without trading, it's not like you're going to get Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers to come play in fucking Cleveland because who no, the hell would? I, I think, well, there's no there's no ploy to that. So the problem is, is you can't not sign Baker because what are you going to do, start over again? Baker kind of dug you out of the hole that was Cleveland for a while, right. obviously. Well, exactly. If you draft somebody, you could be just right back in the Johnny Manziel and the Cody Kessler and the Brandon Whedon. And I don't even need to go through all the, the quarterbacks over the years, but like Kaiser, just like everybody that was there. During was our offseason, can we, can we do a little Brown segment and just talk about some of the bad quarterbacks and their stats? Sure. I'll get a little music bed and I'll just talk, you know, we'll depressingly talk about all the quarterbacks. I'll find you a years. very depressing song. I'm writing that down now. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple weeks. Sounds good. So sorry, Browns. This, this was not your year. You needed to win that one against the Ra- Raiders. They would have been fourth in the AFC if they'd done that, but now they're 12th and I don't see them getting back out of that hole. No. How about it, Joe? All right, Pittsburgh versus Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City has a little bit of a COVID outbreak going on right now. And by a little bit, I mean they're missing two of their best players in Hill and Kelsey getting put on the list. I They have time to make it back, but who knows if they will or not. Um, either way, my start for this game is Clyde Frog, CEH, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, whatever you want to call him. He had two TDs last week, and the Steelers are getting absolutely shredded on the ground. Um I don't know whatever pass catcher steps up in this game. I think it's going to be Daryl Williams, um, and I like him in a receiving role. But we are sitting all the other Kansas City wide receivers unless you are in daily. There's no way you're trusting that in your playoffs. On the Pittsburgh side, we are going to bounce back. We're going to see a bounce back from Najee and Deontay. Uh, Casey's going to get – I think they're going to harass Ben a little bit early in this one, and the, the long throws are not going to exist to Claypool. So – they got to go short with Najee and Deontay. Um, and we are going to stop not using Najee and Deontay. Right, Ben? Right. That's the question, right? I hope you listen to this podcast because he does. You're an idiot. Did you guys, did you guys see the Gridiron Heights uh, last week? No. It was, oh, it was phenomenal. They basically just ripped on Ben Roethlisberger. He's like, I'm sorry. I let you down, coach. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, sad times. And Claypool, we need to have a conversation in the off season about Claypool. By the way, oh, I'm also down for that. We'll write um, that. We'll write that down. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, le- ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Dan, not getting fired, Quinn, uh, Mister Detroit, Atlanta. Uh, not only did Detroit take down the Cardinals, but they also did it without their top two, arguably three players. Do you mean Dan um, Campbell? Yeah. Oh, did Dan I say Campbell? Campbell? I yeah. said Dan Quinn. Mm. Yeah. I know, was like Robert Quinn, that's no. Chicago. Dan all right. Quinn. All right, all right. Atlanta Dan coach. Gamble. We'll, we'll let you the continue, fucking... I guess. Yeah, go ahead. I was I was out of, out of the country for a week. Let me let me have one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I am a big fan of this guy. His intensity is phenomenal, and he should have at least three more wins, which actually will help their draft pick because they weren't going to make the playoffs most likely. But they also beat the Cardinals without their top two, arguably three best players. Um, so, and they had two count them two 90 plus yard drives, which is just weird for the lions. Once again, did not get to see this game, but I did see the stats and it looked great for them. Uh, Atlanta, on the other hand, continues to lose to any team that isn't bad, uh, and is slipping further away from the playoffs, which is just wild that they still have a shot in general. Uh, but my start here is obvious. It's Russell Gage. We were right. We're finally right about Gage, uh, and he's being utilized correctly. It only took uh, half the season and a Ridley, <sighs> Ridley situation to for him to be good. But I, I don't know. This is no comment on the Ridley situation. Why do you hate Gage succeeding? No, I, it's not that I hate it. It's just like why weren't we doing this the whole season? It's just frustrating. Mm. No, I agree because I dropped him in most leagues. I haven't. Been, so I did too. And same are. kind of a Monroe St. Brown situation, which you should yep. also be starting if Goff's playing it. Without Goff, I'm not, I'm not on that. So uh, this really isn't a bold prediction on the start for Gage because there's not really a whole lot of people that I'm really going to tell you to start here. Um, but he should be starting in championships, uh, especially against the Lions secondary. Uh, Double-digit outings and four straight put him in. Um, my man, my man to sit here is Craig Reynolds. This is the championship and or play into the championship. Do not risk it all on Craig Reynolds. I get it. It's the Falcons defense, 
Uh, and if this were any other week, like week three, I'd say go for it, man. The matchup's there, but you're going to, you're going to be a lot more upset to see Reynolds put up five points than insert any name here. So don't, don't do it unless you're desperate and you got a COVID. I'm all, I'm all down for picking them up. And like, let's say you have had Eckler and then you had another guy and your fourth string running back is out too. Yeah, sure. But I don't do it, man. If you don't have to. I'm pretty sure only Jonathan Taylor's got more points than him the last two weeks. I get it. Like I said, it looks great, but like I'm not I've saying done, this started. I've I done this completely. I don't know. I don't have personal data right now, but I have done this where I sat my star who got me to the championship or playoffs and lost because I started the hot new thing. So I'm I'm just saying, man. Just don't if you don't have to. Craig and, Reynolds' nickname is Netflix, by the way. Why Netflix? Don't know. That's what Dan Campbell calls him. I thought it was what Joe called him, and that's no, why I was confused. I don't know what Joe called him, but we'll all right, it was good. Whatever it was, it was, it was. It's better than Netflix. I can tell you that. I don't even know what it is. So, um, and my stop is stop being a fan of either of these teams. Um, obviously, <laughs> I'm being a bit facetious here, but like in general, I hope you know it's going to be a rough couple of years for these two teams. Like I said, I, I want the Lions to be good, and they have some promise. Their offensive line is actually really good. Um, and they keep pulling players out of a hat at this point and inserting them into the lineup and somehow it's working. Uh, but there's a lot to build around both of these teams. Uh, the Falcons didn't draft a successor to Matt Ryan and he doesn't have much left in the tank and they don't have a full running back. I, I mean, Cordell Patterson's been great, but dude, they're, they, they got some things to build around. And if Ridley doesn't come back or comes back and doesn't play well, they're, they they got to rebuild the whole wide receiver room too. Uh, so just just know you're in for it. You know, I mean, I don't. I, I think Detroit knows. Anyone who's a Detroit fan already knows this. But uh, Atlanta fans, you might think like, oh, you're one year off. Pitts is great. He is great. But you got a lot of shit to build around. Still, that defense hasn't been good since Nam at this point. So um, it's probably accurate. Yeah, that's actually a probably accurate stat. I make yeah. some shit up. <laughs> So they call him Netflix because he was on his couch watching Netflix when he got. When they signed him. Yeah, I mean, that's that's okay. cool and all, but like, aren't kind most basic. people on their couch watching Netflix? <laughs> yes, yes, he was unsigned free agent. So yeah, he's got. Looks like he's got an Arizona jersey on in the um, in his picture on ESPN. Very odd. Good okay. for him, though. I mean, hopefully he can make a career out of it. I'm just not stoked about starting him in a championship game. Old Craig. All right. San Francisco versus Tennessee, the Thursday night football game. So I think you're only the only people you're comfortable in starting in this game are Debo and Kittle. I could you could make a case for Garoppolo as well. Um Tennessee's secondary not being great. Um running back, Jeff Wilson, it's a nice story. If you feel like you need to start him, then sure. But I just saw what they did to Najee Harris. I'm not gonna suggest being for sure about playing Jeff Wilson in the game if you don't have a better option. Um, my sit for this game is actually Foreman. So over the last, like, I think four weeks, um, San Francisco's D-line has decided to be one of the greatest D-lines of all time, and they have not allowed a 50-yard rusher other than Travis Homer, who got 173-yard rush, but it was not a play out of the backfield. It was like one of those reverses. Um, but other than that, they have not allowed a 50-yard rusher in the last, I think, four or five weeks. San Francisco is finally starting to come together as a defense, and so I would go that direction. If you feel like you need to start a wide receiver, go ahead, but I would suggest maybe steering away from that as well. Westbrook Akine appears to be the best option, but he wasn't really there when they played Pittsburgh. Don't really think he's going to be there against San Francisco. My stop for this is people, I think it's time to stop sleeping on San Francisco. Kyle Shanahan is back, and – He's got a good team, and I don't think any team in the NFC wants to see San Francisco come playoff time. Agreed. They is are Julio, hot. Is Julio Jones out for this week? I would think so. He's got a hamstring injury that he had two weeks ago that he re-injured on Sunday, so I would suggest. He did I practice think, today. As he said, did. I think he has a designation. As a we'll player. see. I would not I would not play him. No, I, I, I wouldn't either. But. I could see first quarter Julio Jones is headed to the locker room. Yeah, coming across Fr- the feed. San Francisco's a weird team this year because they they lost some against some good teams. They lost against the bad teams, and they they're, they're kind of just 
on a roll right now. Uh, I mean, right now, they finally figured things out, man. They figured out Debo and Kittle. They figured out. I don't understand Debo at all and how it works for them. Nope. RB1. But they do need to win this game to get into the playoffs yep. because uh, Titans is not a bad deal. They got Texans win, but that Rams game, that could go either way. Yeah. No, they're fine. I think they're one of the most dangerous teams right now to play. Absolutely. So the least uh, scary teams to play, um, Jacksonville and the Jets. (laughs) So I was actually actually just commenting on this earlier when we were talking about the teams. These most of the games are pretty evenly matched this week. I mean, they're yeah. like, there's a couple mismatches, but for the most time, most part, bad teams are playing bad teams. Good teams are playing good teams. Mediocre teams are playing mediocre teams. This is yeah, after last games. week. We'll, we'll take that. True. Should Sorry. be a fantasy scoring flurry. Um, anyway, welcome back, J-Rob. You finally got the love you deserved and you are going to slaughter the Jets. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is not starting for anybody, and Laquan Treadwell continues to get it done, but do not trust playing him in your playoffs outside of daily, kind of like a Reynolds wrap situation. Um, start J-Rob. He's my start. The Jets' President Carter is on the COVID list, and Braxton Berrios uh, is your wide receiver one for the Jets, apparently. Um, sit him. Don't trust that. Just sit the Jets. Sit all the Jets. Sit for everybody except for J-Rob. Carter's got COVID and didn't do anything yeah. last week. No, stop. And we're just going to stop the Jets for fantasy. That's that's my stop. This one was quick. Carter had a Carter had a good thing going. He hasn't come back from injury well, and he's also now has COVID. I think. Uh, yeah, there's two does. Michael. There's two Michael Carters on the Jets, and I haven't got. I said, man, President Carter's on the COVID list. Man. Oh, okay. My apologies. He ain't going to be there. My apologies. Oh, no, you're good. Um. Well, there's two Good Michael Cart. There's two Michael Carters on the team. It fucks me up every time. Um. Anyway, on to uh, the birds. Uh, this is actually about the Eagles. Okay. Um. It's Eagles. New York Giants again. Uh. Let's see if the Eagles can actually win this time. <laughs> uh. They look great against Washington. Uh. And the Jets a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a few weeks before that, they did not look good. Um. Sanders is heavily involved in the game plan. Finally. That was a very soft clap. Don't know if you can hear it. Um, Slay might get an offensive run and or reception, which is super exciting. Uh, and the Giants are barely even alive. Not in the playoff race. I was talking about, I'm talking about like they're, they're, they're well out of that. But like physically, the team is just decimated. Uh, I They've yet to decide if Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm will start after shutting down Daniel Jones. So uh, those two are just, just awful. So um yeah, uh, let's get into the start. The start here, other than the obvious uh, Miles Sanders, uh, Goddard, you're going to start, and of course Hurts, um, you're going to start Jordan Howard. Um, you're already starting Sanders, so after the several productive weeks that he's had, uh, Jordan Howard is back and fully healthy, um, and you have to imagine that he's going to get some work here as well. Um, not as productive yardage-wise because he's more of an up-the-gut runner and doesn't really get outside, but Sanders has yet to be in the end zone, which is just wild, uh, and that may change soon, but as of right now, Howard will more than likely vulture one of those touchdowns um, if Hertz doesn't do it himself. Um, and if COVID cases keep uh, more people out, Howard might be a viable fill-in uh, against the piss-poor Giants run defense. So uh, if he's not on a roster, I think you need to at least pick him up because he might be one of those COVID fill-ins, and especially with Eagles right now uh, with having their head coach with COVID you never know who's going to pop up. And if Sanders does, Howard is an immediate fill-in. Uh, I think he needs to be rostered all over, at least, if you're available, if you're uh, in, in the playoffs. So uh, my sit here is Giants wide receivers with Shepard out again. RIP. Um, I imagine. I don't know if it was an official. Torn Achilles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, so the only other wide receivers you could really start are Galladay and Tony if he plays. Um, but you can't start either in this game as the Eagles haven't given up a hundred yard receiver since Keenan Allen in week nine. Uh, and that's part in part to Darius Slay, but also Avante Maddox has played really well lately. Um, I would actually argue better than Slay other than Slay's, uh, big plays. <laughs> nice. Um, and then from and, and or Glennon are going to be throwing the ball. So you can't imagine this is the week for either of them. Uh, and if you made it this far and you have Galladay or Tony, you weren't going to start them anyway. And then my stop, 
uh, as I said a couple weeks back with uh, Swifty, is stop using Saquon. Saquon is banged up again, and you're playing for pride. Uh, there's no point for him to be out there. Give him a full season to help heal up officially after the ACL tear. It wasn't a great season, but you did see that he's alive and can do it. Um, you're inevitably going to have to rebuild that horrid offensive line and get your stars back in quotations. Um, also just give it a chance right now for these last three weeks and see what you have in Booker. Um, I mean, it's pretty clear in my opinion, a great compliment to Saquon and kind of like a Tony Pollard, like, uh, RB two to Saquon. So he's got some juice. He's got some juice and he's looked, he's always looked good. Honestly, he's never really had the starting role. He played well when Saquon was out. He's played well while Saquon's in. I think you just need to just give him the ball right now. Maybe see what you got underneath him just to figure out what your running backs are going to look like next next year because you're going to keep Saquon, but just keep him healthy, man. I, I Nobody wants to see this guy. I, I'm an Eagles fan. I don't even like the Giants, and I want to see Saquon healthy. So just shut him down for the season. Actually seems fair compared to how many injuries they have right now. Maybe we don't harm the uh... – Future, future of the organization. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Houston versus the Chargers. This is probably the only lopsided match on the slate. Well, there's a couple other lopsided ones, but this one's probably one of the most lopsided. So I think your start for this game is Herbert. I would say Keenan Allen, if he's for sure back, he's still listed on his COVID-19 out. So just something to monitor. Um, See if he gets those tests in in time. Uh, Mike Will, I feel like you could feel pretty confident. Um, running back-wise, Eckler is on the COVID list as well. So uh, would you start one of these running backs? I don't know because Houston, they're okay. They're, like, they're at least trying pretty hard. And, you know, they're not very good, but at least they're trying. And would you feel good about a backup running back for LAC going to your playoff matchup? I don't think I would. No, but absolutely again, not. Desperate times, desperate measures. If you have Eckler, for example, you probably don't have a better option on your roster. Uh, my sit for this game is everybody on Houston. Um, Davis Mills, I would say, to start if Brandon Cooks was playing. Brandon Cooks as well, but Brandon Cooks is going to be out. It looks like he's on COVID-19. So without him, there is really nothing on that roster that excites me as far as wide receivers. I've been hoping for Nico Collins the last couple weeks, but he's just Davis Mills is just not looking for him enough yet. So I would like to see what Brevin Jordan, the tight end, can do. Um, going down the stretch here, he's a rookie. Um, he kind of doesn't excite me, but I'd still would like to see what he can do. You're not starting him at a playoff roster. Uh, my stop is maybe we stop hating on Davis Mills. I'm Okay, so here's the only reason I say that. Davis Mills, low-key, kind of been like maybe the second best rookie quarterback this year, for, and he's Weird. playing in Houston. So it's weird. it's hard to say that, and it, it's still like you know, it's still like a roll your eyes kind of statement. But compared to Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and Zach Wilson, like I mean, Trey Lance hasn't even played. Davis Mills might end up looking like the best out of them all, and that's not what I would have thought going into the season. Mac Jones I mean, obviously probably the best, even though I still have problems with him. I was gonna say even Mac Jones hasn't been great though. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I think he really, he really showed what he could do in the second half of that Colts game, but Bill Belichick still doesn't trust him. And until Bill Belichick trusts him, you're not going to get the upside. That's true. So but, stop hating on Davis Mills. I mean, he's not great, but I think there could be something there. I, I don't know. Put some respect on his name. Yeah. yeah. He's been, like you said, he's been better than Lawrence. He's been better than Wilson. Been better than Tyrod. So better than I mean, Tyrod. Tyrod Which, had the chance to prove he should still be in the NFL. And he yeah, kind just, of, you yeah. know, I just think, you know, it's fu- like Davis Mills is a funny name. He looks funny on the bench. Don't, let's not hate on it. Nothing wrong with looking funny. Yeah, exactly. All right. So the Rams are playing the Vikings, and Sony Michelle is your RB1 on that team, people. He literally played all of the meaningful snaps. Start him with confidence. Um, Cooper Cup is in a different stratosphere Dude. at this point, and you can start Van Jefferson confidently. I wouldn't be too worried about this matchup. They did cut Rashad Breland, so they're, uh, the defensive backs from Minnesota did get better. Um, sit Tyler Higby. The dude's done. If you're starting him, I feel bad for you. Uh, on the Minnesota side, Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson were largely held in check by the Bears. Uh, I expect the uh, Vikings try to get them going early and often. 
the Rams line is going to beat up Cousins. Um, the, their offensive line does not look good. Uh, but I think this game will be a shootout. I love a daily stack here. And KJ Osborne is a great play for that. And he's a great flex this week. Um, Tyler Conklin, I would not feel safe starting him at all in the playoffs because Ahmir Smith Marset is now getting more snaps here. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Joe. And I tried to pronounce it, man. And uh, I don't know. He's kind of taken away from Conklin out there. So, no, no. Rams win easily. Yeah, I really, I need them too, too, because I need I the so. Eagles to slide up. But we we have troubles with the Giants, so um, we'll figure that out. Um, we're talking about the Eagles there. To be Appreciate fair, that is actually relevant. I deserve that. Okay. Look at All right. On to the AFC. Um, we got some uh, division rivals here as well playing for their season, and this game should make for a great one. Uh, Denver versus Las Vegas, two teams that are in the playoff hunt but probably shouldn't be. Um, the Raiders have been holding on by a thread since their hot start and their off the field issues and the Broncos keep finding ways to lose when given excessive opportunities. So with four, eight and six teams in the AFC, which is, uh, I don't know, whichever team here loses is essentially eliminated. Um, so both being seven and seven, I like the Raiders to win this, um, purely because it is drew lock starting, uh, after Bridgewater's scary concussion. So, um, I'm going to actually, uh, do a little nerd shit here. I'm going to kind of act like a Sith here and deal in absolutes on this one. Uh, my start here is the running backs, all of the running backs, all three, both teams, Jacobs with Drake out. Uh, Jacobs is getting a decent number of passes thrown to him and Broncos are going to have to run the hell out of the ball to win this game or even have a chance. Uh, Javante, you already know how we feel. We talked about him since uh, before the season. And Gordon has been just fine all year and will more than likely sneak a touchdown in there. So, um, and also fun fact, the uh, Las Vegas and I believe Denver's pass defense are both very good. Um, and then my sit is all of the pass catchers in this game, not named Renfro. Um, not just on the Raiders. This includes the Broncos. Uh, firstly, the Raiders secondary is no joke, as I've already said. Secondly, Drew Locke is. Uh, Judy has had okay games since his return, uh, nothing great. And Sutton has not had any okay games since his return. Um, Patrick, if you have to, but like, I, I hope you can find someone else somewhere. Um, I have a feeling they'll, they'll kind of hone in on that. Uh, Renfro's a beast and he should just be fine. Uh, Waller, if he's alive, I guess, um, I'm okay with playing him, but I don't know what's going on with him right now. So, and my stop is just stop. Don't even pass in this game. Just both teams, just run the ball the whole game. Uh, pull a Patriots win game and just give your running backs the ball over and over again. Both secondaries are great. Uh, both run defenses suck. So should be some good points for them here. Uh, it's about the running backs in this game. Okay. I can see that. All right. I'm going to go on to Tampa Bay versus Carolina. And I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know who you're going to feel comfortable starting in this game other than Antonio Brown. I don't know if I feel comfortable starting Brady because we got the Stefan Gilmore revenge game factor. So I don't know who Stefan Gilmore is going to shadow, but Stefan yeah. Gilmore is not shit compared to Tom Brady. Okay. Well, I mean, I just want to throw that out. If there. you feel the need to say that, I just watched feel the Marshawn Lattimore just annihilate Tom Brady on Sunday because as soon as you took away his two best weapons, he wasn't getting Gronk the ball. That's for sure. Well, so, you know what happens when Tom Brady gets embarrassed and it's not good for the Panthers. Okay. Well, without Godwin out there, I'm going to have to trust you on that one because just trust me. We'll, we'll see. I don't feel, I don't feel comfortable starting him. I, Tom or Antonio Brown, I feel comfortable going with because I think he's going to get a lot of volume because Godwin had a huge target share and he did in that game against New Orleans before he got, you know, catastrophically hurt. Uh, Mike Evans is nursing an injury as well. Not sure how healthy he's going to be. We saw what Gronk was able to do when you took away the receiver options. He wasn't as open as he once was. I don't know. I mean, Matt Rule is kind of a joke, but I just I don't know who you feel good about Carolina. I'm totally, totally not on anybody on Carolina. Quarterbacks no are a revolving door. The wide receivers, it doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to who gets the targets on the team. Um, so my start and sit are just question marks. I don't know. 
I really don't. Antonio Brown, I feel comfortable with. Everyone else, I don't. So I wouldn't be starting anybody in this game. But then again, you're in your playoffs, so you're going to have to do something. Uh, my stop for this game is, could Tampa Bay stop the bleeding before the playoffs? Because the, the thing that got them through the Super Bowl last year was no injuries. They had a remarkably healthy team. And they just had, you know, Chris Godwin go out. Uh, Levante David, I can't remember if he's coming back or not. I know that he's injured. Mike Evans is injured. I just, the only thing that's stopping, and Fournette's obviously out too. So the only thing that's, that's stopping them is injuries at this point. And if they can't get things figured out before the end of the season, I don't see a repeat happening. Well, the, the so I got, I got a couple things to add here. The problem with this is, they need to not be in that third seed slot um, because that's when it gets really tough because the seven, six, five uh, are going to be seven, seven, eight, and six teams as of right now. So th- those teams, I mean, the 49ers are sneaky, but if they slip down to the third or fourth slot, they're going to end up playing like the Cardinals or something. And that's, that's a Rams. rough or the Rams, whichever, whichever one doesn't on. win. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to have a tough spot in the middle there. Um, well, no, I guess in reality they'd be playing like the no, they'd be playing like the 49ers or something. But you still, still I mean, like you wouldn't want to play the 49ers right now. Yeah. Any three of those teams was basically what you're playing if you're the third seed right now. You want to play um, like the football team. If or you're the yeah, if you're second or first, you don't have to worry about it at all. But yeah, no, it's definitely like the first seed is wide open right now, although the green the Packers are rolling. So you do have to watch out for that. And I'm not sure what their record looks like. And then also Le'Veon Bell's on the Bronco or on the Buccaneers now. Is he going to steal another reason? I didn't mention that. No, no, I know this isn't for fantasy, but is he going to sneak another uh, ring before he retires and calls it a a day? We'll see. We'll see him, him and Antonio Brown being on the same team again. is just fascinating to me. It is. Maybe, maybe they'll unlock some sort of weird power. No, maybe they'll tear the whole team apart from the inside. That's, that would, seem, that would seem realistic. Yeah. Maybe he's the reason Antonio Brown relapses on crazy shit. Oh, God. Put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Just saying. All right. The Chicago Bears and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, David Montgomery gets a reeling Seattle defense. Will Matt Nagy use him? Turn in next Sunday and we will find out. That is a good question there. Uh, Rashad Penny is the guy in Seattle and Lockett should be back from COVID and you can absolutely start him um, on that one. I think they're going to have Jalen Johnson on DK. So Lockett should get wide open in the middle of the field unless Thomas Graham actually gets a starting job that might make it tricky. Uh, but uh, Chicago's a tough defense. I don't like any Seahawks to have huge games here, but they should score some points. Mooney should be the guy in this one um he's getting very hard to trust with the play calling that chicago is using but i think you can start him if you have to and i like cole Komet in this one also so we're gonna start rashad penny we're gonna sit alan robinson i don't know why we have to keep saying this but people just love alan robinson i do too but it's not happening this year and the stop is not letting justin fields throw the football he looked freaking awesome he was throwing absolute lasers at the end of that game i don't understand why they don't start with that at all Seattle wins. <laughs> oh, how quick yours are, especially when it comes to the Bears. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about them anymore. I feel yeah. Uh, Washington, Dallas. Um, I wish both these teams could lose, but a tie might <laughs> further complicate the Eagles. So I guess Dallas. You want Dallas uh, to win because no, Washington... I know we don't have a chance of that. We we would be screwed if we somehow yeah. figured out how don't to make have that washington work. win well it means we have to beat dallas if that comes down to it so we don't need that so and dallas would have to lose out so anyway so dallas has all but sealed the division and are going to the playoffs uh although i'm not sure officially at the moment but for real they're it's going not. only one team's punched their play of the yeah playoffs. i mean it's pretty much official at 10 and 4 but uh washington still has a chance but after the covid game on tuesday that chance is slimmer and slimmer uh gilbert great actually didn't play that bad um but they will be happy to have Allen or Heineke back this next mm-hmm. week. So um, Dallas, on the other hand, can just kind of coast, really. I mean, other than uh, trying to get that number one seed, which isn't out of the question at the moment, um, and basically just try to stay healthy while trying to climb up to the seeding. Um, but my start here is McLaurin. Uh, I get that he's going to be going against Diggs, and Diggs is phenomenal, and he's a ball hawk. 
Uh, it's going to be tough, but if they're going to make a shot at the playoffs, it's going to be through McLaurin. Gibson's phenomenal. They're going to utilize him, and he's going to have a good game. But McLaurin here, I think, is the one question mark after coming back here. He didn't look that good, but he did break off a big one against Slay, and it, was, it wasn't it was even broken coverage. Like He just beat Slay. Um, not a 100-yard game or anything, but, I mean, that's something that he's, they can possibly make something work, and they should be getting people back. So uh, my sit here is Zeke. Um, even in a limited Pollard, even with a limited Pollard, uh, he still did better than Zeke. And maybe Billy was right. Or maybe the Cowboys are saving him for the playoffs. <laughs> I, I don't know. Either way, it's not, for that to be the case. it's not doing well this year. And I know you probably can't sit him. And I, I would if I had him. Just Dude, they had a report him. during the game that the doctors have told Zeke that there is literally nothing he can do to make his knee injury worse. So that's uh that tells you where he's at. What is I, mean, that I guess aside from blowing your knee out completely, but is this Todd Gurley? No. Hope, so, hope not. Todd okay. Gurley had problems in college, but no, he tears it. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, I just Eagles did plow through uh Washington last week, but Washington actually does have a pretty stout rush defense, and I think that was because of missing guys here. Or Cole Holcomb's out guys. for the season. So as we is, just found out. Is he really? Mm-hmm. That fucking hurts me so hard. Yeah. You don't even good. know. I've been riding him all year in every league that I'm in. Um is Kristen, though? <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> my stop is stop putting all of these division games at the end of the season. Sure, it's cool, and the Eagles usually play the Cowboys to finish out the season anyway or whatever. But it seems like the NFC East is just like, let's just throw all the games at the end and see if that works. And I just don't get why you couldn't mix this up just a bit more because literally the Eagles and the Giants and everyone is just flip-flopping each other and playing each other the last three, four games. And it's just dumb. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, they could have mixed this up a lot better. And, I mean, I get, like, finishing off with one, starting off with – I don't know why they don't start off with them. I'd hate to play the fucking Cowboys week one every year. Like, that would be hilarious, though. But, like, all four at the end of the season, it's kind of lame. Maybe they're just trying to make the NFC East uh, interesting. But uh. – huh. Well, I guess that's true. Um, well, I'm going to get on to another division that's in the exact same boat. That is the AFC North, Cincinnati versus Baltimore. Uh, the last time this game was played, Jamar Chase decided to teach Marlon Humphrey what his name was and taught, taught the world that he did, in fact, know how to catch a football. Um, without the lines on it? Exactly, without he the lines. He hasn't been doing that very well I think well he actually lately. painted a couple lines on the, that ball that game. Probably did. Probably why. Um, yeah, actually, we're about to get to that. So my star for this game, and the only person I feel comfortable starting in this entire game, is Mark Andrews. I would also feel comfortable with Joe Burrow. That's that's it. That's it. Because the thing is, the minute you start Higgins, the minute you start Boyd, the minute you start Chase, it's going to be one of the other wide receivers on that team that gets start or gets the, the points. So if you actually did happen to make it through this week because you started Tyler Boyd and he happened to be the wide receiver one for the Bengals last week, then more more power to you. I hope that works two weeks in a row, but I seriously doubt it does. Um, so my sit for this game is for sure Lamar. Let's just let's get out. Let's just stop with Lamar. He's he's kind of a joke. Huntley should be starting there until Lamar gets all the way back to good. Um, Lamar has not had a rushing touchdown since week nine, I think, and he hasn't had a passing touchdown in a long, long time. Um, so I would not I would not say Lamar would be the reason I would I, I have made it this far. So unless you're in desperate times, I would suggest not playing Lamar in this game. Cincinnati's got a good defense and they're gonna be preying on Lamar during this game. And my stop for this game is just stop believing in Baltimore and it's over. Their their team is finally not good. I realized the last two weeks they lost on basic coin flips because they went for two points in both games and lost both games because they couldn't convert a pass to Mark Andrews from two yards out. But this is just a microcosm of the entire season because they won on coin flips earlier in the season. See the poor fucking Lions who lost on, you know, the record-setting field goal. So, you know, Baltimore's finally getting theirs, and I'm happy to see it. Their team's not great. It's only getting more hurt as the weeks go on, and I think that they're 
this is the this is where Cincinnati grabs the crown. Do you think that Greg Roman's just frustrated as hell watching uh, actual quarterback? Yes. So I actually did see the stat in in Lamar's career. He's never had two passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns in the same game. And Tyler Huntley did it in his first start. Yep. Fucking long. That should should just tell you everything about Baltimore right now. Yep. Replacement quarterback better than Lamar. Yep. Speaking of better than Lamar, uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are playing the Patriots this week. The weather should be a lot better in this I'm excited one. for this one. This yeah. is round two. Yeah. The, the, we can't go off of anything that happened the first time. So, nope. <laughs> um, Josh Allen, I think he has a huge game in this one. Uh, the Bills came out and said Singletary is the RB1. Do not trust that. It could literally be anyone <laughs> at any point. Matt and you're it. playing the Patriots. So, watch out there. Um Stephon Diggs will get covered by J.C. Jackson, so start Gabriel Davis and Knox. I think the middle of the field will be pretty wide open on those deep plays, uh, so I like those two. Uh, last week, even with Harris out, Stevenson was a really tough play um, against Indy. It was horrible watching him. He actually got the work, but Indy's defense shut him down, and Buffalo's defense is about on the same level there. Uh, I like Hunter Henry this week uh, and Jacoby Myers. Those are my two starts for the Patriots. Uh, only if you have to on Jacoby Myers, but I think a daily play that might be kind of interesting. Tremaine Edmonds has been beat on those short slant passes a lot, and that's kind of Jacoby's game. So I like the middle of the field on that one. Um, my start for this week is Corey Davis and or, sorry, Corey Davis, Gabriel Davis and Dawson Knox. We are going to sit Ramondre Stevenson until we see something there, even with Harris back or not back, and we're going to stop trusting Bill Belichick because you never know what that guy's going to do on offense. I'm thinking it's going to be Jacoby Myers and Hunter Henry, but who knows? It could be anybody. So we'll Buffalo is going to win this one. They are gonna they were embarrassed last time these two teams played. I think you get an angry and fired up Buffalo team coming in there. I think it's going to be fun. Dude, what happened to Hunter Henry? Like, he was the dude. Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Sorry, sorry. 2-1-3-3-0. Hit Mac Jones the ball on the low. All right, anyway. Uh, I believe this is the last game, um, which, man, it is just going to be stupid. Uh, Miami versus New Orleans. Um, another game where I want both teams to lose somehow. Um, the Saints are playing pretty terrible with Taysom's mallet finger. Um, good news is their defense is stellar. I mean, I best defense in the league i, I think so uh, I, I imagine they should be able to stop Tua after stopping brady last week but uh i don't know i i definitely want to talk about duke johnson who has never got an opportunity to be a lead back and for some reason was last week but we kind of touched on that a bit so we'll just skip right over that part um i i just i'm excited to see him have a chance but uh miami on the other hand with Waddle coming back, I imagine, um, and Parker, I, I think my start is Waddle and Parker. Um, honestly, if that's kind of only if both of them are playing, though. If not, I'm less excited. If Waddle is good, isn't good to come back, it's going to be a bad time for Parker, or if vice versa, somehow Parker's out. Uh, thanks, Joe, for the crowd shot. Um, it, it's just <laughs> Lattimore's is going to be all over. Whoever. <laughs> Oh, okay. If there's only one of them, Lattimore is going to be covering him. That's a problem. So uh, expect a decent game from both if they both play because they'll be able to kind of like take turns and Waddle's just been consistent all year. Uh, my sit is Gaskin. Um, not only is this the best run defense, but uh, Dukeness now nipping at trash cans heels here. Uh, you can't feel comfortable starting him in the championship or playoffs if you felt comfortable starting him in the first place. Um, just not worth the risk here. You don't know what either one of these guys are going to do. It's Miami. It's also against the best rush defense in the league, probably. Um, and my stop is just stop thinking you figured out the Saints wide receivers. You didn't, and you won't, mainly because K- Taysom can't even really throw the ball right now, but also because Taysom actually surveys the field. This is actually one compliment I do want to give him. He actually looks for the open receiver, and he's trying to make something for himself and trying to become that you know QB1 and try to be a starting quarterback somewhere. I, I will give him that. Uh, but also these wide receivers are just all third string guys. Like none of these guys are starters, maybe a wide receiver too. Uh, we've all wanted Trey Clon Smith to be something. 
uh, Callaway is exciting and little Jordan Humphrey might have like the coolest name in football, but as of right now, these guys aren't relevant and you cannot risk putting them in for the five points that they'll probably get. So sit them all better yet, drop them all unless you're in dire to see them, hold them. I say the leading wide receiver on the team still suspended for two more weeks. Deontay Harris. Oh yeah. I forgot about Deontay Harris too. Yeah. All four of them suspended guys for two weeks are barely second string, second wide receiver twos. Like they're not, not even wide receiver twos. I'm sorry. A second wide receiver on a team. They're missing Michael Thomas. If they had Michael them Thomas. Them versus the Browns, man. Now that is an interesting wide receiver battle. Like who's I, the worst? I see. The thing is, I like all these guys as the third slot. As the, like, if they chose who's the slot guy, I feel like nobody's, nobody's the slot guy. Nobody's the deep ball guy. They're all just the same kind of guy, which is cool. If you had Michael Thomas. Yeah, I saw your lights flicker there, Billy. What okay. the hell? <laughs> well, that was your all about. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know what in the world that was all about. All right. Well, as this the lights flicker to the end of this podcast, um, yeah. follow us at Offensive Points. Follow us on TikTok as well at the IDP Army. Follow Semi Pro Fantasy Sports on uh, Twitter. Follow us on YouTube at the IDP Army. Um, I don't think there's going to be a start sit show this weekend. Uh, Jordan's going to be in a cabin in the woods and I'll be down with my family. So I definitely won't be here on my computer. What's he going to be doing in the woods? That's where his parents live. Apparently. Okay. So that's fine. I was so making sure he wasn't doing weird shit. No, no. His, I mean, he said he's done one from out in the cabin in the woods before, but he said he doesn't know if he's going to do one this week. So start sit questions can still be had in the DMS on Twitter. Um, that's always an option. Follow Joe at OP Economist. Follow at or follow Josh at Josh Hall STL. And follow me at Ombre Vendor. Uh, we got the Dynasty Tailgate Show coming out this week. I couldn't tell you if Jordan's ever going to podcast again. We'll see. Maybe he'll come out of his retirement since he hasn't done one in like two weeks. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Have a good Christmas. We'll see you next week. Joe, play us out, man. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way.